challenges with your hosts, Nate Dog and Connor Freakman Henry. And we are back. No, don't worry. We didn't leave you. I know that we're going to be getting the texts within the hour or two saying, hey, where's the pod? The pod dropping? Don't worry. Well, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but right now we're recording it. So there you go. It's going to come to your ears. I didn't quit. Melvin Gordon didn't, you know, make me run away (laughs) to another state. I'm still here. And we have another guest, Mr. 6-0 himself. Kareem buys. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. It's great to have you. Uh, you know, we're in the presence of greatness, six and zero. I like Can't, that intro. Uh, aller- allergic to uh, losing, even even on the bye week from hell, um, when he put up seventy points, could still still pull it off. You know, maybe some of the other, maybe Jason and uh, Nick and I don't know other people who score in the seventies. Could pick up a thing or two from you. Dude, Just have your opponents score in the sixties. I haven't sweat that hard since week one when I beat Jason by one point. That whole Monday night game, I was like, I need Herbert to have the worst game of his life, and he did. So I got really, really lucky. Sorry about that, Isaac. He threw the ball like fifty-five times and still and finished with under ten fantasy points. So yeah, I hey. got extremely lucky on that. You take so, what you can get. Are you saying you haven't been nervous for any other matchup except for the the Jason one? And then this I one? mean, have you seen the have you seen the final scores in the other matchups? No, I no, I've been nervous. I, I don't go into any week being like, all right, I'm gonna blow this guy out. I you know, it just whatever happens. My my team's been performing. I don't I don't want to talk about my own team too much tonight though. I feel like even doing this podcast at six and zero is bad juju for me and my team. Oh, well, that's why you're here. So I'll let you guys do the talking about my team tonight. I'd love to rattle off about your teams when I get the chance. You say that, but your your streaming defense has 21 points in the first half, so that feels nice for you right now. Is the ESPN app finally showing that? It is, yeah. Nice. Solid. Solid pickup. I'm excited about that. I picked up the Jaguars, and I was like, you know what? The Giants are kind of rolling right now, and I needed a a last-minute pickup, and... I pulled a Josh, you know. Nobody likes playing a, a streamer in a Thursday night game more than Josh McKibben. So, taking after him. <laughs> I mean, Josh ain't feeling too bad right about now either. He's sitting pretty. No, he looks one. good. Yeah, I, I think I think it's. I mean, are we still doubting Josh? I mean, the guy won the championship, and he's five and one. Following that, he did. You're not incorrect. I don't think we're down, Josh. I don't. I think everyone's acknowledged that Josh is for real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it was two weeks ago. I just said I'm just gonna, you know, accept it, accept him as you know the new overlord of the league. And when he wins f- four titles in a row, you know, nobody can doubt him. And like, why question? Because it works. I mean, he beat his brother week three, seventy to sixty nine, and then he gets Cooper Cup. And uh, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get we'll, to it. We're gonna we'll, get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Don't even get me going yet. But yeah, no, he's five and one. Hey, wins are wins. You get some bullshit ones. You get you can win with seventy points. You can lose with one thirty. Sometimes it's the way she goes. Way she goes. I've gotten lucky that I I I think I have the least amount of points scored against me, if not close to the least amount of points scored, but. I have the most points scored, so it's not like they've, they've been super flukes, but I've been lucky that people haven't really been showing up against my team. Yeah, most points by far. So, like Barry Bonds out there. His own <laughs> runs, you know? No asterisks next to my name, though. No. No. Well, I mean, you're on the way to uh, one of the best records that we've seen in the league. Yeah, and Connor, Connor likes to remind me how that's turned out in the past. How has that turned out in the past? Why don't you fill in the rest of the league on that? Well, just so everybody knows, in league history, this is year four. The first three years, I guess we'll start Lamar, 2019. I think he went 10-3. Lost in the first round to either one of you guys, 
I don't know if we know who played each other. Um, because you guys played in the finals, so why don't you guys beat Lamar in the semis? Anyways, 10 and 3 loses in the first round. Next year, Cole, 11 and 2, the best record the league's ever had, loses to me. 10 game win streak. 10 game win streak. 10 game win streak. All came crashing down. Stacked. Um, yeah, my team got uh, I think it was some Darren Waller shit. I can't even remember. We're going back now. Last year, Dylan, 10 and 3. Number one overall seed. He gets smoked by Josh. He goes on to win it. So, having the best record in the league, no playoff wins. Not even not even no championships. No playoff wins yet. And I, it's fantasy football. It's tough. You know, teams get hot. You just got to make almost. You just got to make the dance. Um, so I think you got to feel good at just because you're probably going to make it. You got a good team. You're six and zero. Highly unlikely you don't. But. Yeah, it's just interesting how that best record, and we have an extra game this year. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, like you gotta be thinking, like, oh man, to go like 12 and two, that'd be pretty cool. 13 and one, like, dare I say, undefeated? Has that even crossed your mind? It's def- I don't I don't even like to think about it. You know, you know when they interview the teams <laughs> that are that are like six, seven, and zero, and they're like, we're just taking it one game at a time. I'm pulling I'm pulling an eight. You know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not looking that far ahead. I'm just trying to focus on what's in front of me right now. Yeah. So, Amen. yeah. And Amen. you know what, Connor, don't try and be the nice guy now. Okay. I feel like every time in the, in the chat that my record gets, gets brought up, you just throwing, throwing things out there. He's the, he's the Oregon Ducks of the league. <laughs> what, what's happened in the past? You know what, dude? I, I sense a bit of saltiness coming on, coming off you. First of all, not salty. <laughs> Not salty just to you. I'm salty to everybody. Second of all, I wish I could claim that that you were the Oregon Ducks. I think Nate's the one who said it first. And was uh, it you? No, it wasn't me. Was it Dylan? Manos? It might have been Dylan. Some idiot in our league yeah, said it right. first. And, I, you know, it's, to be fair, I've been completely wrong yet. And, you know, it's easy to give the guy a number one shit. Um, That's fair. You know, so... <laughs> I like I like having the target on my back. I don't take it seriously. I I, I like you don't really have to talk shit when you're when you're six and zero. I kind of I kind of just sit back and watch the group chat. Hey, that's a well, nice place to be in. Yeah. If you had to if you had to guess, I want your prediction for your final win loss record at the end of the season. I want you to give us a number. I can't do that. That is the bad. That is the worst thing to and do. Call your shot. What do, what do you think you're gonna land? I'll give you a number. So, yeah. How about you guys give me give me give me your numbers? Because I feel like whatever I say, I'm jinxing myself. Well, you're gonna have to pick something. So I'm, uh, gonna, I'm no. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say, I don't I don't get a win for the rest of the season. How about that? Okay. So yeah, that's your okay, guess. Okay, missed you the playoffs. Great. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think you go eleven and three. Yeah, Nate, I think, Nate, what I do think, you think that's actually a really good five and three. Even he might go twelve and two. I'm like, I think I'm going to go twelve and two. I'm going to take the. I'm going to go over. I'm going to take the over. I feel it's a bet. Eleven and a half over under. I'm taking. I mean, we're over. only six games into the season. There's, There's no loss. Injuries that can happen. There's crazy thing. It only takes a few players going down for my team to get blown up. Okay, twelve and two, but you're the two seed behind Josh. Just thirteen and one. That's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> My thing is, I kind of I dread the playoffs every year because I feel like I always have a decent team going into the playoffs, but I hate the way that the fantasy playoffs work sometimes because I feel like I have good players on my team and they're getting ready for the playoffs and they're always the people that get benched, like Tyreek Hill and stuff, because they're saving them for the playoffs. And then I'm just I'm going into the playoffs with streamers or people that have been riding my bench the whole year, and it's well, not some, a strong team. Some leagues they have the they don't the last week of the season isn't part of the fantasy. They shift it up one. Yeah, so I like that. Week eighteen, like because right now the playoffs are weeks fifteen, sixteen, first round, seventeen, eighteen, second round. We could shift it up next year. Huh? Something to something to discuss. Yeah, I mean, 
it's kind of it's up to the rest of the league if they want to change that. But I just feel like it. It kind of I don't know. It, it's not. It does. It feels kind of like not the real playoffs sometimes because you're playing with half your your starters that are that got you there. Yeah, kind of feels weird. It. I do. Sometimes I do like how it almost makes the people in the playoffs and the finals like you got to like start being real flexible or you got to start relying on your bench. Yeah, so like it, it does bring an extra like a little bit of that and it might be that now that we do have this longer season like us cutting a game back is still putting us where we were prior and it's just eliminating at least a chunk of that yeah so you're not getting as many i mean definitely in the last game of the season if player you know people are going into the playoffs they're like we don't need to play this last game of the season if they're if they already clinched their spot yeah i wouldn't mind it for sure. So, yeah, I mean, you and Josh, you know, it's still early. And, I mean, 6-0 is a great record. But, you know, Josh is 5-1, a couple wins, a couple losses here and there. Who knows? You're At this rate, you're going to have the tiebreaker. But, like you said, any injuries can happen. And this week, is, this upcoming week, will be uh, the halfway mark of the regular season. So, yeah, we're not even halfway here that. But, <sighs> moving on. To I guess we want to talk uh, this last week because yeah, I feel like we didn't touch enough on some of the hilarious stuff that happened this last week. Let's go to last week's scoreboard. Are we, are we talking about scores or or just transactions in trades? Let's start with scores, scores I, and then do you know trades what? after that. I, 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 I want to lay the situation here. It's Monday night, <laughs> and Nate Warren has Melvin Gordon in his flex, and he's 16 yards. He can't change his mind and put somebody else in, like Travis Etienne, who got 10.8. And most people probably think he's probably the guy to play there. Um, but, hey, teach their own. You know, he made the decisions he needed to for a reason. And Melvin Gordon gets eight yards. But I had a feeling, because I had this circle, I'm like, I have a feeling this could be a bust for Melvin Gordon. Because this guy... He had negative points early in the season. The Chargers' defense is terrible against the run, or was, and Melvin Gordon had 18 opportunities in Week 5. 18. So I'm like, okay, everyone says he's the starting running back. Coach said he's the starting running back. He's healthy. He's playing. He's against a defense that's not known to be the greatest against the run. And you got to think, if he gets even 10 carries, I need... Like 1.4 yards a carry. It can be ridiculous. Yeah, dude, and that's, that's a bad beat. It's it's a bad beat. And you know what? The coach, you know, the coach announced that he's going to start this week. After he got benched against the Chargers, now he's starting against the Jets. So I now, don't know what. To be fair, I mean, it is Denver, so I don't think the coach actually knows what he's doing. Exactly. Like, I, don't know if, I, I don't know if he knows what sport he's playing. He's like, well, I'm doing great in my fantasy league, you know, that's, playing against Russell Wilson every week. So he thinks I don't he know. thinks he's he thinks he's coaching like track and field, so that's why he thinks Russell Wilson's actually doing well. He's like, yeah. It has been wild to see all these things coming out about Russell Wilson and how his teammates felt about him in Seattle and stuff. It's wild. Lies from our enemies. Slander. No, I I think there's there's some truth to it. He's just a weird guy. That's my opinion. Just a bit of a weird guy. Trying to build the brand, just an insanely talented football player. Um, and I, I don't even know if I'm going to go down this road with Nate here because I just – I have a lot of energy right now, but I don't even know if I have that energy to argue that. But that's a bad beat, Nate, and you guys were both 2-3 and three against a divisional opponent. Like that had – is this the is this the, the the regular season loss that's hurt you most? Oh, absolutely, because I should have – Easily surpassed that. And I was even ready to pivot if he was going to be out. I had a, There were a couple other Thursday night players I could have like tried to pick up and plug in. And just I would have had to drop Melvin Gordon, but I mean, oh no. Um, no, he was, I think he was absolutely the right decision. Can, can, can I tell you something else real quick? Go. Your kicker, Greg Joseph, uh, missed an extra point, which is worth one point, and you lost by .8 points. Oh, God, that's brutal. <laughs> if you if you miss the playoffs by like one game, we're gonna we're gonna have to like 
Dude, two and four is a big difference between three and three. Yeah, oh, I was I was eight yards away from being three and three going into this week against Josh, which we'll also touch on later, and feeling pretty good about getting you know up in the uh, the positive category. And now I'm I'm in a hole I got to climb out of. If I do recall last year, you beat me in a similar fashion, and I was devastated. Absolutely devastated. I never forgot about that game. <laughs> I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, I was pretty happy. I think it was .8 that you beat me by. I think so, yeah. Yeah. You know what I wish happened this week? I wish Nick and Jason played each other because they both scored the same exact score, 67.98. Then we would have had the first tie. It's about their average. In league history. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. And I saw that. I'm like, what are the chances of that? Holy moly. Ah. That's just rough. That would have been. I I wonder how they do that. Is that just actually? A time I think that's right? why they started doing the decimal point scoring because people were tying a lot. I mean, it's it, it would have it would be fitting for both their seasons so far to get that tie. You know. Um, well, Dylan yeah. got whooped, so Josh is still running that rivalry so far. He's, he's on fire. Got whooped, yeah. That one hurt. Did he, did he have to pay up a bet for that? What was the bet? Five shots, which we actually have not seen yet. Yeah. From our Outstanding. As of this time, 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, USA, <laughs> Thursday. Not paid up, Mondo. And I feel like it has to be paid up before, at least before kickoff on Sunday. Or it doubles. Agreed. Just that's the I like that. Just just set the rules. Just decided. You don't get a set. I like that. It's decided. I had to take three because I put three on Jason. That was a sad situation. Yeah, Dylan from the top rope. Just <laughs> no doubts behind anybody. But uh, quick note on Mondo and Josh's game. Mondo didn't play Nashi Harris. That's his first round pick. And, you know, it wouldn't have Najee actually had a touchdown and it would have been better than Jeff Wilson's 0.5 points. It wouldn't be enough to make, a, like, a difference to win. But I was the second one I saw, I'm like, damn, he's really not starting. So I wonder if he's going to start him this week. But Najee's not even a top 25 running back right now. Three touchdowns on the year through six games. and But, you know, those yards per game are so on that on that note, should we touch on if we had some draft if we had a draft do over in the first round? Because I yeah. think Armando would take his do or Isaac or the wait that's Armando's guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would take a little do over there. I mean, he picked at nine. Yeah, I think there's a lot of guys he'd pick over Najee. Like if if a redraft went now, where's Najee going? Fifth round, maybe not even the fifth round. Like it's it's not good. That's 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 a rough that's a rough pick. So if you could go back and pick, I don't know if you guys have draft results anywhere, but if you can go back and change up what position you drafted in, where do you think you would go? We had Isaac at one, Cole at two, Nick at three, Dylan at four. No, Lamar's Lamar's at four, Dylan at five, Connor six, Jason seven, me eight, Armando nine, and Josh ten. I think I like right around like the the seventh pick, seventh, eighth pick is is money because you get another pick there shortly afterwards and you're still getting getting two great guys. And I think a lot of the people that go one through six – Anyways, usually don't always pan out, and that's a really high draft. And then you're stuck waiting for the scraps of the second round. And I just think that the like seven, six, seven, eight is like the the sweet spot with the ten man league. What if you look at it right now? I mean, number six, Austin Eckler, who's just dominating for you right now, Connor. Joe Mixon, who I just acquired. We'll talk about that also. And Justin Jefferson, who I drafted at eight, have all been. Really solid, actually. 
Or no, I didn't acquire. It. I got Fournette. I tried to get Mixon. Yeah, I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Breaking news on the pod. No, yeah. I was I just like, yeah, is the ink even dry on the paper yet? What the hell is going on? <laughs> Mixon's been a little disappointing. Yeah, a tad. I tried to trade Jason for Mixon and Goddard and Hopkins, and I was ready to give him a good package in return. I expressed interest in in Hopkins. And I got denied, and then he would send me like counter ones, like <laughs> Derek Henry and stuff for, for <laughs> Hopkins. And I'm like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> but, you know, I was uh, actually Cole. You and I were. I was texting with someone the other day who shall not be named. Uh, doesn't never won a championship or a playoff round. Can say that. And he was saying, <laughs> you and I value our players too much and refuse to trade. I'm like, sorry that, that like we a, like That sounds like a Dylan comment. <laughs> That's definitely a Dylan comment. No comment. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> but I'm just like, sorry we like who we drafted. Like, we picked the players we wanted. It's and funny yeah. that he, like, he bitches about that. He's like, you guys value your players too much. Like, maybe you should give it a try, Dylan. You might win in the playoffs a little bit, you know? <laughs> he, he got mad because he sent me an offer, and I sent a counteroffer that was apparently outrageous. And then when he said that, I said, okay, my counteroffer that you hate is actually revoked, and I'm increasing the offer. <laughs> Needless to say, no deal got done. But, you know, hey, winning fantasy football games is fun. Watching your buddies lose by .8 points is great. Mm-hmm. Arguing at 5.30 a.m. on a weekday about a trade offer with your buddy? Priceless. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> what do you trade I, for the world? Yeah, I just, I don't think I'm going to trade until I lose. I just kind of have it in my head. Like, that's that's why I change why I change a team that hasn't lost yet. Even though I probably could get some, some value for some of my players, I just... I feel like that's bad bad luck to to change up a team that's winning. Well, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I do like who I drafted and if knowing what no now, I would probably I did kind of like the sixth spot. I was a little worried come draft time because Eckler was my guy and I thought I needed to be four or five. But I think it worked out for me and it's kind of that middle middle ground. Um I tell you what, I wanted number one because I wanted Jonathan Taylor. And so I'm I would have taken Jonathan Taylor at one. Yeah. And my guys were Taylor, Eckler, and then or Taylor, uh, McCaffrey, Eckler, and Jefferson. And, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I got my guy. So it's a good you know. four. Yeah. But yeah. Josh said he would, he wanted to pick 10. Yeah. He, he got did. it. And it's working. It's working. Taysom fucking hill, dude. I'm, I'm playing against him. Throwing dimes. Oh, man. <laughs> God. So, yeah, I, I remember after the draft, you guys kind of giving me a little – you weren't giving me shit, but you said you were, you were surprised that I took Derrick Henry at two, which I felt really good about at the time, and I was kind of surprised that you guys said that. And Dylan said the same thing, too, when we were watching Fantasy together. Nate was there and stuff, too. He's like, he's just not the same player. He's not the same. Nobody's scared to tackle Derrick Henry now. And I'm like, you know what, dude? He started off a little slow, but he's still fucking Derrick Henry. And I'm glad I had, I'm glad I picked him. I don't regret it at all. I think he's going to keep rolling. I mean, he's good at football. I don't yeah. think anybody can say he's not good at football. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, now that we're in trade territory, we might as well jump into it. We had a flurry of activity that all started Monday evening. Trade accepted October 17th. 2.17 p.m. Trade accepted October 17th, 5.41 p.m. Trade accepted October 17th, 5.48 p.m. More trades than we've seen in a minute, and then it finished off with another trade accepted, 7.20 p.m. That's Unbelievable. There's some, there's some big ones in here. The floodgates were opened, and here's what I'm going to say about it. The stigma of the veto, as we like to call it, I think lifted a little bit because people were like, you know what? Let's try it again. And all of a sudden, trade, 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 trade. And it was a feeding frenzy on the trade market. (laughs) I had fun. What do you guys think? I 
kind of regret coming on here week two or week three and being Mr. Principal Stand. I don't veto shit. They're grown men. Let the boys play. Whatever. No, you know what? That Principal Stand got me. I can be a Principal Loser as Josh with Cooper Cup destroys me in the first round. You know, I, I, I didn't veto it because, like I said, I'm a man of Principal, but I... I plugged in the other guy, the other guy ones into my trade calculator. All like actually surprisingly really even trades, really even, except the Cooper Cup and Miles Sanders uh, for Cup for Sanders and uh, Ceh. But yeah, the activity is out, and this this league does trade. I hear about some leagues you might maybe get one or two trades a year. I mean, we're averaging that at least a week, <laughs> and. Nate, I was surprised to see you trade with Devontae Adams. Two and four. Should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> trade away a really good player. Two and Bad four. record, trade away a really good player. Okay. Two and four. Okay. It's either I can't I can't just let my team keep doing what it's doing because it's not working. So I trade away Devontae Adams because the Raiders are bad. Sorry, Cole. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be a bad player. Obviously, he's still Devontae Adams. But trade him away because the Raiders are bad. And maybe he gets so angry he just leaves the team. And get a running back because, as we all know, Melvin Gordon, I don't have running backs. So I did. Okay. And then you uh, trade away Travis Etienne for Keenan Allen. So essentially you traded away Etienne and Adams for Fournette. And Allen. And yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy with it. You feel like I got. I think there's maybe a slight upgrade there. I took. I, mean, I, 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 I wouldn't I, have done. I would have gotten rid of Adams, but I can see the overall value. I I added the running back I needed by getting rid of you know one of the best wide receivers, and then I was able to at least upgrade my backup receivers with Etn, who's been basically on my bench all year. So. I'm all right with it. I just need now. I need Keenan Allen to just be healthy and come back. But if that's this week, fine. If it's after the bye week, I'll deal with it. Well, and then Tua uh, to Dylan for George Pickens to Isaac. You know what this trade screams of? This screams of 7:20 at night. Them sitting on the couch together because they live together, which is how trades happen. Fucking rude. Watching trades. Monday Night Football. And Dylan's like, I can use the quarterbacks. I'll give you two. Oh, maybe give me Pickens. Oh, yeah, let's make a trade. And Dylan man. was probably sitting there giving him the nicest OTPHJs oh, ever yeah. received. Oh, and he's yeah. like, come on, buddy. Come on, just just do this two, one. Two Please, just, come on. He's probably not even going to play for the rest of the year. Come, come on, on. Give it to me. I'll do it, over, I'll do it over the boxers. Come on. Come on. And just, you know. Yeah. All right. Now I'm uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I think it wasn't either. Cut. That's why the trade went through. The Cooper Cup one, I mean, I like maybe I just don't have the energy tonight. Dude, wow, I, I know just... there's other people in this league would have paid more for that. I oh would have paid God, a lot more. Yeah. Like, like Dude, he's the number three pick, number one wide receiver. That's what I'm saying. From one brother who's like one five or two and four to the other one that's five and one. Like, hmm. Yeah, I get it. Like splitting your top guy for two players. And maybe he's really high on Clyde. I'm saying, like, maybe it's not the worst trade in the world, but there's it's Cooper <laughs> Cup. It ain't great. There's been a there's been a questionable trade between the McKibben brothers once a year in this in this league at least. I you know I just have to say this I honestly didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but when I first saw it, my initial knee jerk reaction wasn't one of like shock or like disbelief. It was oh. I mean, Miles Sanders right now is technically the number nine running back, and the Eagles are so nice. And then CEH is actually the number 13 running back, and I know we talked about this earlier in the season. As much as those numbers don't literally mean they're, like, the 13th most talented, it does mean that they have that many points, and they're on offense is they're going to keep getting points. So I don't hate it as much as most people probably do. It's just kind of like it, it didn't shock me, but <laughs> – I, I, I voted to veto it, you know. I'm a veto guy, so. Well, you know, now that, honestly, I like Cooper Cup. Now that Josh has him, the chances of him getting shipped before the trade deadline are like 80%. <laughs> so I'll try to be that guy. Sheesh. 
All right, well, then let's uh, jump ahead a little bit, and let's just look at the standings, current standings. We talked about it. Cole, 6-0, undefeated at the top of the West. He said he didn't like his team, and his team turned into, like, the freaking monsters of Space Jam. He, like, stole everyone's talent and just started doing whatever he wanted. And then we got Cole bagging him up as the only 4-2 and two team, number two in the West. Let's go. We have three 3-3s. Three and threes. Armando and Dylan over in the East in the two and three spot. Lamar, after his eight yard victory over me, three and three in the West. <laughs> two two and fours, partying it out, party gummy bear, and myself hanging out in the fourth spot in each individual division. And then we have two one and fives, the Las Vegas Raiders, which I'm curious about that name and how you felt about that, Cole. And season's over, Jason Lynch. I thought that I thought the team name was funny. I think he was like trying to like <laughs> poke at me or something somehow, but I just I thought it was I thought it was funny. A uh, couple things here. My theory that the guys who change their team name it doesn't work and it's not a good sign. It means you change your team name, something's probably wrong and it's bad. Five people have changed their team name: Nate, Isaac, Nate, Lamar. Jason, and maybe that's it. Um, I think that's it, actually. Yeah. Okay, you four. And you four, you add up all your play, the the percent chance that you have to go to the playoffs right now, and it is 32, 34% for <laughs> that's all four of you guys to get to the playoffs. Or just, I mean, that's all your playoff chances added up. So, is that bad? It ain't hey, good. At least, at least I'm hanging. At least I'm hanging in the teens. You know what I mean. I'm living a sweet sixteen life. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the single digits yet. Hey, your final standing projections higher than me. Um, well, it is. Uh, oh, ESPN does not like my team. Um, Connor, can we talk about Nate for a second here? I mean, yeah. Th- this is our. This is our. Our Tom Brady of our league here. Just, I mean, the guy wins ships. Is this going to be the year where he just? He's not even in the dance. That was my prediction. He predicted me to come in like last, and I said he was making the playoffs either. And I predicted like a bottom team. I mean, Isaac and Jason are trying to show up my prediction by finishing below him. Yeah, they've. They but I don't think I two. said this. Is, this ain't the year. You know, if Cam Akers, like, if he gets a new team and starts going off, maybe. Like I'm looking at your roster now. You know, it's not. It's not last place, but I don't think it's playoff material. And now you're in a hole. And that last week is going to hurt because look at yours and Lamar's points for and points against. It's nearly identical. And but now he's a game up. Like we, But we're not even at the halfway mark. You know, you get a win this week, you're three and four, you say, hey, I'm right here. I just need to just go over 500 for the rest of the way because in mean, this league. My, my next two games are Josh this week with a horrible bye and then Nick after him. So two two back to back and I'm up at five hundred, four and four. Yeah, I mean look at that. And you know, I'm four and two, but Jason beats me a lot. And you know, looking at Taysom Hill running around this field, I don't feel great. I'm projected to lose now. So <laughs> you know. But yeah, the the zero RB let's ride Nathan Warren he had two championships and so close to a third. What Nate are we going to get? He's never not done well in the league. You know, this is just going to be new territory. Yeah, new territory. Well, welcome. You'll get used to it. Join us. It's not over yet. We made some Losers trades. Club. We made some trades. Teams going to get back in action. I don't really have any the for the rest of the season. I only have a bye week where I have two people's out, and that's it. And it's my quarterback and my defense, both of which, worst-case scenario, I can stream. Yeah, the nightmare buys are behind me now, which I'm, I'm glad. Well, and after this week, they will out, be. You still yeah. came out with a victory. Barely. Connor, it's me and you next week. And then I got, seasons, o- I got seasons over, J- Jason Lynch, after that. Hey, if I win this week and you lose, uh, we'd be playing for a tiebreaker next week. So, you know, maybe 6-0 so. doesn't seem as invincible 
as we were discussing <laughs> earlier on the pod. Maybe I should just be accepting that you're going to win this division. And that this boy here can come out of the West. You know what? And then Jason's going to bring me back to reality. I'm going to be four and three. So what could have been, man? I'd won three in a row. Um, but, yeah, the standings, Josh, you have a two-game lead in the division and Josh. It's pretty crazy. Two-game lead in both divisions, and we're only through six weeks. I mean, I would not have predicted that. I don't know if we've ever seen that before. I mean, usually we're all pretty pretty close going into yeah. week seven. There's usually one division that's just a bloodbath where everybody's, you know, like four and four and just trying to trying to make it through. But I thought it was going to be ours this year. I mean, we had everyone loved Lamar's team. That, we had both yeah. of you and then me, but I'm me so far, so that's fun. I think the division um, – you know, mix up was was needed this year. I agree. I agree. Um, do we want to take any look at the final standings projections? Because they don't necessarily match um, what the current standings are. Uh, Party Gummy Bear is ten, and we have written them off. And I know I said uh, on last week's pod that every two weeks we were going to add someone to write off from the playoffs. I don't think I did my math right, so I don't know if that's going to work. I say just when we declare someone's done and written off, we do it. And I think we have maybe at least one, maybe two candidates this week. Because Nick's already been written off, Party Gummy Bear. We said you're not making it. Um, but one in five, those boys, I don't, I don't think it's happened. So are we? Are we? Are they done? Are we write them off. We comfortable? Yeah, it's given Jason a four percent chance to make the playoffs, and Isaac a eight percent chance. And yeah, I think they're. I think they're done. Don't need to wait another week because uh, I'll write them off now. I mean, we're gonna run out of people to write off if we <laughs> keep going at this pace. Hey, it's it's when it happens. It's when it happens, um, and that would be three guys done. Leaving four playoff spots for seven guys. I just want to point out that these these stupid fucking final standing projections. Every time after the draft, I'm like six through ten somewhere in there. That's all they disrespect my team, and then it just you know what? Did I'm you fine make with any it. crazy moves though? I don't think you did. No. So it's just like. No. Were we that close in the draft, maybe, or I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was just it was judging you on your previous performances. You never won that title, so. <laughs> oh, ouch! You know what, Nate? I'll I'll let you know how the view is. Okay, from, from the from the playoffs this year while you're riding that freaking bench in the losers yeah. bracket. Send send me a postcard, please. I'll that will. Disrespectful. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Well, okay. So on this topic, then, so we have our standings, we have our projections. Is there any? And we've done this before. Pretenders or contenders? You think in this group? Do you think there's anybody who's who should not be projected or ranked as like where they are? Or do you think they're all legit? And do you think any? You know, we're writing off the one and five, so we're now at our two and fours, basically. Do you think there's? Anybody down here that's real, or do you think I'm actually pretty much out, and so is Nick, and then we're in the three and threes with Lamar and Dylan? I mean, Lamar, yeah, Lamar and Dylan are projected two and three. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it either for Lamar. I am not, I would lean more for Dylan. I lean closer to contender than pretender. Um, especially if McCaffrey gets traded. If McCaffrey gets traded, I think that's. It could be huge, and he has Ramondre Stevenson, great draft pick, and the bench isn't all there. But you know, I think I could see him pulling off a couple more wins, and I could see him making the playoffs definitely. So I'd leave more contender for John, or for Dylan. That's do fair. For, do you think for Dylan and Lamar, are they flirting with must-win territory yet, or do you think they still have a cushion? I think they're still a cushion. I think if even if they lose this week, I'd say if they're if they're three and five, I'd start to be like okay. Um, but I do not think they're three and three. Not must win. Not yet. I think I think they'll be all right. Um, 
you know, especially who are they playing this week? Um, Dylan's yeah, playing me. Oh, yeah. okay, so that's a tough one, and you're playing against Lamar the defense already has 19 points, and Lamar is Isaac. So, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think they're close to being written off or being worried about. All right. What's well, next, boys? Then let's then let's look back to uh, everyone's favorite segment, the scrub and the savage of last week. Cole, why don't you start it off? Give us your scrub. Let's start with the scrub this week. Are we going scrub? Oh, man. This one's tough. I, I can't. I don't think I can give it to to Isaac, even though he had the lowest score points because he almost beat me and I got real lucky. I could have easily been <laughs> scrub, 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 scrub. I don't know. I, it's between Jason and and Nick. I mean, <laughs> I, they just continue to just not get over 80 points. And I don't know. I mean, I think Jason got blown out more than than Party Gummy Bear did. I don't know. Like, you know, I love my boy Jason. I love him. He's my brother. But uh, I love you so much, buddy. Scrub, 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 scrub. <laughs> For the record, just so everyone knows, Jason actually has 7.2 more points scored this season than Nick does. It's 511 to 518. All right, well, what you got, Connor? I think a quick honorable mention, losing by the point, point .8, that would have been funny. Um, but I'm not going to go you. I'm not going to go Jason. And I'm not going to go Nick, even though... He started uh, Keontae Ingram, the Cardinals. Like, I th- I don't know how long that guy's been even on the roster. I don't even <laughs> think he was seven yards. You know, um, Marquise Valdez-Scantine. Uh, now, did he, I don't know if he got hurt, but just just looking at this lineup, he didn't even have the worst games from like Lam Fournette or you know his defense. But Cooper Cup was average, and most weeks he get it. But I'm actually going to go, Isaac. You're playing a guy who's 5-0. It's your chance to do he, – he's due a loss. It's his bye week from hell. Everything is lined up for the trap game. He's the Stanford or the Arizona or whatever team Morgan usually loses to in the middle of the season when they have a good record. And he fucked it up. 65 points. He loses 70-65. to 65, And he – I know the winning points were on his bench between Kittle and, you know, T. Higgins over Sutton, but I, I guess I can't fault him for playing Sutton. And Herbert, he needed that Monday night game, and he was projected to win, and he was uh, favored to win coming into Monday night. He fell five points short. So my scrub of the week, my vote would be for Isaac. I think if Isaac had more on his bench, like, he had some more points on his bench. You know, he had the potential there. But, I mean, it was really just trying to play Kittle over Everett. Everett's been great. Uh, you're not obviously going to bench Herbert, and Herbert just had a horrendous game. Sounds and like a I actually, I actually lost money because DraftKings was doing the, hey, free $10 bet uh, plus 100 if, if Herbert throws a touchdown. I'm like, oh, so they're just giving away money tonight. Sweet. <laughs> I'll do that. I did it, and I lost that too. So it's not – I don't think it's Isaac. I think I think I have to go Nick here only because yeah. Nick, he basically said he wanted to scrub this season. He didn't – you know, he's putting up horrible numbers. Like you said, he played Keontae Ingram, which yeah. is just – I don't even know if that's – I don't know if you heard that in a podcast. I doubt it. I don't think anyone said play Keontae Ingram. I don't know where it came from. But that was that was just a horrible choice, and then he played MBS, who got zero points. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate to be a, a flip flopper, but even before you said Nick, I was looking at it and I was like, maybe I'd jump the gun a little bit on Jason. I mean, that when you're looking at that team playing against them, that lineup right there. I mean, I don't think anybody in the league was scared of that lineup. You know, like it's just not a scary looking looking lineup, and they performed accordingly. 
So I, I'm I'm going I'm jumping ship and going going with Nick for for scrub scrub scrub. I'm sorry about that, Jason. I love you so much. <laughs> honorable right. mention. Honorable mention. Melvin Gordon because that dude sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Nick is our scrub, 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 scrub of the week. Connor, why don't you hit us with your savage of last week? Well, it's been kind of a weird season for fantasy football just overall, and I think football in general, but it was definitely a weird week last week. There wasn't a whole lot of scoring. Only had two guys break 100, uh, Josh at 107. And my savage of the week... Rick Flair, Nature Boy, 118. Let's be real. It's nice to get a win over the older brother. Um, and he did it in great fashion. His team came out, even starting Russell, um, came out, performed across the board. And 118, that's not a bad score at all. Um, and especially in a tough week of scoring, made some good plays. Dylan, Savage of the Week. Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's Dylan for me. He has the most points. His whole lineup was locked in. And he was two and three. He kind of needed it. He was he was flirting with being in trouble. I think if he dropped another one, dropped to two and four, there'd be another team with us down at two and four. And it's gonna get real tight down here where I am. You guys probably don't feel it yet. It's gonna get real tight down here real quick. So <laughs> I think I think that saved him a lot, put him on a better road, and now he's got a good team. And he's going to compete with Cole this week, and I think anything could happen. So, so I got to go with Dylan too. I think it's interesting that uh, <laughs> you guys have had a change of heart, and now, uh, now, now you're you're back to uh, voting Savage of the Week for highest scoring points because that seems to have not been the trend the past couple of weeks. When we your boy was dumping points on cats and just getting no love, okay? Not even not even an honorable mention. I was hurt. I was distraught. I, I, I sought therapy after after those those uh, episodes. That was that was hurtful. It was very hurtful. It once I this year? doubled Lamar's points and then dropped another twenty something on him, and just no respect. Well, just you're, not I probably voted for you're not wrong. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just being a little bitch. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. I understand that. I understand the frustration. We take all the factors into consideration, and uh, no, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just fucking around. I, I, I'd rather just. I'm happy with my with my record. I don't. I don't need savages of the week to to to. I don't know. Confirm that. I I love I love the savage of the week. Don't get me wrong. It gives me gives me a half chub for sure. But <laughs> you know, as long as I'm winning, it's all good. I'll let I'll let some other people take the savage. It doesn't always have to be the highest score, but I'm right there with you. I'll give it to Rick, Rick Flair, Nature Boy. He deserves it. Um, yeah, hold on to that Savage of the Week because you're not getting it again this week. Oh, Cole might be ready to come for it. Cole's ready to drop like 180 points and just make, and then he's just going to stand outside our windows until we like physically <laughs> give him Savage of the Week. <laughs> gonna text you guys savage just over and over and over and over work some work emails some work calls the whole thing i just i just want that if i don't win the, the championship at the end of the year i want that that savage of the year nod you know oh. and hey who's to say well you know we could get down to the end of the year and we might count up our votes and be like yeah but that's not like that's not legit maybe we throw the votes out maybe it's you know the whole <laughs> Maybe the whole election's rigged, and we just no. Think it has to go strictly <laughs> off of how many Stop savages have been won. Stop the count. <laughs> Who, who's been our? Who's been the most consistent scrub of the year so far? We always say we're going to write it down. We never do. Lamar has go, two, and Dylan has two scrubs. Yeah, Jason doesn't have a scrub. I don't know if anyone's wanted to give him a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> we all feel bad. No one wants to. No one wants to kick a man when he's down. <laughs> Even though that's exactly what scrub of the week is. Yeah. There is. I am actually missing a week, so that's my bad. I'm, we're gonna have to go back and uh, check the missing week. But as of now, yeah, there's Lamar has two. Dylan has two. Dylan also has a savage. 
Jason has a savage. Cole has a savage in week two. I have a savage for week one, and I'm just going to hold on to that guy. Connor, no savage, no scrub. Hey. Like, if you look at it, would you rather have one savage and two scrubs or neither? I'll take neither. I think I'm scrubless. I don't I don't know if I've ever gotten scrub. I got to hate God. I shouldn't have said that. I yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why did I say that? No, I've gotten one. I for sure got one last year probably. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, I can go back and check the tapes. Damn it. Yeah, somebody go back. Josh, go back. Josh. Uh, yeah, Josh should have done this. He listened to all these last time. We should have taken notes. Man, it's uh, – I think the matchup of the week now I'm looking forward to is Cole and Dylan. I think that's that's my fun one. And Nate and Josh, too, just because you guys shit talk. So it's going to be a good week. I, I feel bad shit talking when he has Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, Josh Allen, Cooper Cup on a bye week. No, fuck that. Take advantage of them. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best, and if I lose, you can write. We'll write me off next week, and you know maybe we'll come up with a little coronation something. Can I pick like a like a funeral song at least, maybe to sing me out? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you can yeah we can it. do that for you. Yeah, no problem. So that's that's the it's there's a shot bet on the line this week as well as basically just the rest of my pride. So. Where, where do you have your, your championship, your double championship ring posted up at, at your house? I didn't see it last time I was there. Uh, it's it's uh, right on my, like, piano, actually. Nice. And Emily kind of looked at me funny when I got super excited when I got it. I don't think she really understood. <laughs> she gets it now, I bet, huh? Now that she's gotten a taste of the old she's She's, she's getting it more. Yeah, she's getting it a little more. She's getting into it. I think somebody's a snitch and told her to set her lineup this week because I'm playing her. and <laughs> She didn't have it set, and all of a sudden it was set. So there's something to dig into. But yeah, Don't worry about it. You're going to have to take that up with the wife, Nate. All right. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm about to. I know you know where she lives. Yeah, if you guys don't hear from me for a while, uh, <laughs> so anyway, no one's, this is the no one's the gonna pod. believe you. Yeah, good run. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna believe that she did it, but she did it. I promise. There's no way that that sweet, sweet lady would do that. Uh huh. And then all Anything of a sudden, they realized she she started playing fantasy football, and that's where it all went downhill. <laughs> Dude, Megan gets into it, bro. Like she'll she'll be watching uh, Red Zone with me, and she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? It's got like three <laughs> points right now." Like I'm like, "Yes, I love it. I love this." All right, fellas. Well, you guys got anything else for the pod? Till next week. Till next week, boys. Thanks for having me again. It's always always fun shooting the shit with you guys. Love love always. everybody in this league. Anytime, man. Hey, six and all, six and all, Cole. Let's see if we can keep it going for seven this week against Dylan. Everybody else, thanks for joining us again. We'll catch you next week on Scrubs and Savages. Peace. Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride.